bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews hey welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod and today i'm joined by my co-host karen and we are here to talk about a movie you've either seen don't ever plan on seeing or don't really give a fuck about us spoiling because we do spoil the movie and today's movie is shazam fury of the gods it's the sequel to shazam uh, <laughs> a film a little film you may have heard of um but we actually went to the theater to see this which means we saw some trailers so we'll talk about that we also have some um um uh comments that y'all left us on the last couple reviews we did and we'll talk about those as well karen let's start with you um for the movie trailers what movie trailers did you see i went to amc and i don't know if it's because it was shazam or because it might not be a lot of new movies coming out this time i didn't have as many trailers as i normally have normally you know, AMC, you normally might as well uh, sit in. You're going to have a 20 to 30 minute presentation before the movie. So whatever time it is, add 30 more minutes on there just when you sit through the trailers. But for this time, it I didn't have as many trailers. So I was shocked. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. But they was like, we didn't, we ain't got that minute to show you. So I don't know if, you know, and probably they're probably going to ramp it up within the next couple of weeks. Because mm-hmm. you're going to have some of the May, June, July, you know, summertime going to crank up. So uh, you're going to probably uh, start seeing more trailers right but i didn't see that many trailers this time mm-hmm. uh the first one is one that i had uh i hadn't seen at all i knew it was coming and i i mean like i said i may have been seeing snippets on the internet but i really hadn't seen the trailer was uh into the spider verse 2 mm-hmm. um so this is my first time seeing the trailer for the second one i'm in because it's into the spider verse and i really 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 enjoyed the first one mm-hmm. so i'm really looking forward to the second trailer i mean to the second part of the series so this is that's coming out soon okay the second one i seen was air uh oh, and, of- i'm sorry I, I meant to say and i saw that one too yeah so okay. but i had seen it before either in the theater or online so it just feels like they haven't updated that trailer it just so, mm. but it was but yeah but i'm excited to see that movie of course Okay, okay. Like I said, I, that was my first time actually seeing it, so I was excited about that. The next one was Air, uh, Court of Legend, and y'all know for me, I won't be going to see it, but I know some people might be really excited about it. I happen mm-hmm. not to be, you know, one of those people. Um, it should be coming out soon, so eventually we'll probably end up not seeing trailers for that anymore. Right. Uh, the next one is uh, Fast 10. I'm in. It's Fast yeah. 10. I've seen other nine, so the hell, I'm in. It wouldn't matter what you showed me. I will be in. Uh <laughs> Uh, the next one, which is a trailer I have not, I hadn't seen my first time seeing it was the Flash. I had yeah, not Flash seen the trailer. Point, yeah. yeah, I had not seen the trailer for the Flash yet. Uh, so they probably, you know, been online and shit, but I just hadn't been paying it any attention. Uh, kind of because, you know, how to say Ezra Miller just kind of just fucked up my vibes about the movie altogether. I'm just keeping it real. Like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I guess, you know. Um, and so, and, and, and the weird part about it, the trailer actually looked good. Mm-hmm. Like, but but they have always been known to cut great trailers. And you right. get to the movie and you're like, the movie, I guess. The trailer does look great. Uh yes, the sir. only thing about it is it still got some of that Zack Snyder verse uh sulfur uh, smell on it. And so mm-hmm. it definitely has me because I fall for this every time. I get excited by a DC trailer. I go see the movie and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. This is one of them Snyderverse joints. But nah, I like the trailer. I love the trailer. Mm-hmm. I actually don't have any misgivings about seeing the movie. Ezra could be a terrible person, but it wouldn't be the first terrible person that I've seen a movie that they did. So I'm not even Agreed. I don't I'm not one of those my capitalistic consumption defines how good or bad a person I am type of people. So, um, and it's not a movie about 
uh, a person grooming kids or or punching right. people in the face at Hawaii bars and stuff. So I, I'm not feel like I'm so it's not like R. Kelly where I'm like, I can't watch this movie and escape like I, I can escape. But yeah, I, I'm with you in that. My excitement was higher before this, but it's not just Ezra Miller. It's DC in general. They scrapped this universe, kind of. And they're making decisions that we're hearing about that are long-term decisions. We'll get to one of those that affected this movie. And it's like, well, this person's no longer even in this role. This person isn't in the movie anymore. This doesn't have anything to do with The Rock and, and his movie. Like, it's a lot of moving parts. And so with this film being the reset the universe type of film and it's an idea that i had that i suggested they do a long time ago it still is like a if if y'all are still holding on the remnants of that shit it's gonna be bad so yeah that's kind of how i feel about it too like i said i'm I'm gonna go see it yeah uh but it's gonna be one of those things where and i've decided this a while ago with all the dc uh, EU films and universe or whatever. My expectation is zero, and then we'll build from there. A type mm-hmm. of thing. I don't kind of kind of is like you go you go into the to, to, in, in, into the drift with no connections. That's kind of right. how I feel about the movie. That way, you know, I'm happily surprised, but then I don't have like this wave of disappointment uh, that I've had before. Because you know, like other people, I get caught up, in, and I have in the past got caught up by these things. Oh, I'm so excited to see you. Getting me like this? This piece of bullshit. And so I don't like to be on those type of emotional roller coasters. So I was like, you know what? That's it. I just cut the cord and be like, okay, I go see them because I'm going to go see them because that's just me. And at the same time, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna invest this emotional investment into something that you obviously did not care about at the time. We'll see moving forward forward, you know, with all the changes and things that they have. But you know, prior to this, I was like, okay, it is whatever it is, because obviously, you know, I care more than you do, and I can't care more about your product this than you do. You know, I'm not the one, you know, losing billions of dollars. You are. Um the next one I seen was I've seen trailers about it, but this is the one of the first uh, trailers I think that I've seen like this I've seen Barbie and Barbie was the last trailer uh, that I've seen and it's going to be interesting I know I'm not going to go see it but I know Barbie is like an iconic character so I know I have a feeling this movie is going to make a lot of money yeah I'm not that excited about Barbie but I don't I feel like part of that is because the trailer like it didn't show you anything Mm-mm, really you know I have no and idea like a musical I was so confused yeah it's a lot of imagery and I think the imagery looks like if you were into Barbie that's what it's gonna be but my guess is there's a deeper feminist manifesto lurking underneath that that I would be interested in watching but they're not putting that in the trailer yet so I'm gonna have to wait before I even get excited about that shit because this isn't like when you do like Transformers or something and you just like, we just need to show these toys moving. It's like y'all are trying to make a statement and I know y'all are going to put your foot in it, but I just want to see what it is. Agreed. Uh, the trailers I saw, there were three that that I saw that you didn't mention. About My Father is Sebastian Maniscalco's uh, Meet the Fockers, essentially. Uh, it's his mm-hmm. Italian. He's Italian. His family, he's married to a wasp. Uh, white Anglo-Saxon princes, I think it was called, but mm. to like a straight up white people, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, I think. It's, anyway, it's like regular white and he's spicy white. And of course, Italians being the black people or white people, you know, is their whole mm-hmm. thing. It's the it's like an interracial marriage without the interracial real stakes to it. Mm-hmm. It's like, will these white people realize that they're white people? Robert De Niro plays his father. He takes his father with him to like this white people's mansion where he's engaged to this woman he meets the parents the parents are of course like oh my a mobster <laughs> what is this hoity-toity and then of course robert de niro is all like give me the gabagool fucking forget about it and and it's gonna be like a clash of cultures that being said i know it sounds like i'm shitting on the movie i'm really not it did look like it could be funny like it just mm. is it's an old idea that's been tried again his the la- his last name is maniscalco in the film so it maybe it's autobiographical to some extent or inspired by his life but you know uh it was it, it it was very hokey fun but i can see how it would people would be into the hokey fun you know because it was hokey like um like like just every gag you can think of you know just like uh you know 
uh, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? We don't have it. We only have Grey Poupon. And he's like, oh, well, give me a, a spicy meatball and a spaghetti. And it's like, eh, people going to definitely say this shit is hack. But I feel like this is one of those times where, like, there's a certain demographic of people that support Man Scalco, a lot of them who will go see this shit because it's like we like that hack we like that italian shit let's say that's our jam right yeah so where it would be offensive for someone outside of the culture to make those jokes they will probably like those meatball jokes and so um Mm -hmm. disney's haunted mansion uh the cast is amazing uh keith stanfield is in it Mm. um rosario dawson is in it and it's just a, I like it's just it's black people in this haunted house. I, it'll be interesting to see how they write to that or if that's even part of the joke. But it, it was a fun looking trailer uh, where they was running around scared of like ghosts and shit. Um, and, and it's so funny because like on the one hand, it's a very stereotypical black people ooh, we scared but it was it was like i don't know it made me laugh and it's disney so i expected to be more cute than anything else mm-hmm. like yeah you're not gonna get into your horror horror yeah like the right. reason i probably won't see it is because i really it really if it's disney i just feel like it can't be anything but a kid's film nah, it's gonna be pg pg yeah. max and i'm not like, i'm not so pro-black that i'm like just throw a black person in in a in a movie i would never see and now i'm gonna go see it i'm I'm not really that type of person so yeah it's almost and it's not the same quote unquote but it's almost like if this if disney was to do a live action scooby-doo mystery gang like that's mm-hmm. that that's about the about the scary you gonna get yeah and right. lastly ruby gilman the teenage crack and this is an animated uh movie I forget who they said it was from, but it was from the people that brought you something that I really liked. I forget. Um, the trailer tells you that. That's how you know. Uh, um, <laughs> that's that's how you know uh, that 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 they're like, like we we need a hit. You know what I mean? Like, please watch. This oh, time. it was the people that brought you Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon. Ah. And I was thinking like those are old like like yeah, that's like old. tell me you haven't had another hit with it without telling me you never had another hit you know right but those are two well-liked films so can't knock that um the trailer looked cute the whole conceit is animated the whole conceit is that krakens have been uh vilified in mythology for years but actually it's mermaids that are the real bad guys and this girl is a kraken she goes to school she pretends to be human but her kraken powers start coming in and her grandmama got a trainer in kraken powers the mermaid who's popular and everybody loves turns out to be evil and there's gonna be a big battle or something and i'm sure it's really about bullying and school and being awkward and not fitting in and being a girl and becoming a woman like i think we know the beats of this you know so you know, but I'm but I'm I'm willing to I want to go see this or stream it or what how, I want to see this at some point because it looked cute enough and it could be a dope concept. So those are the trailers I saw. Now okay. let's get into this movie. What do we like? What do we not like? Score from zero to five. That's all we do here, baby. Um, and let me tell you this before I forgot to say this for a start. I sat next to a motherfucker in this goddamn theater, guys. Now y'all know I picked the seats that nobody sits in on purpose. And thank God I did because I literally picked a solo love seat that meaning it wasn't two seats, it was one seat. And I I, I just lucked out because normally I will pick one of the, the the two people love seats. So I'm maybe just and no one ever takes the other seat. I just sit my mm-hmm. jacket there or something. But mm-hmm. this kind of motherfucker right here, they would have definitely bought that seat next to me. I, I got a feeling no. he would have. Cause this man wanted me to hear him say every goddamn line to this motherfucking movie and he was cracking himself up and he was loud he was just loud enough for me to be the only person disturbed in this theater and he just ruined the fucking movie on purpose like he had clearly seen this movie before and whenever a line would come up where it was like um taste the rainbow he would say that line 47 seconds before it was said on the screen and i'd be like what the fuck is this guy talking about is he on the is he okay is something wrong with him and then 47 seconds later the character on screen was saying it's like man fuck you why would you try to ruin that for me and you know the first time i didn't know what's going on but by the 57th line that this man had said this movie came out fucking thursday man i was watching it saturday morning 
How are you spoiling already? And why? Why did you go to the theater to do that shit? It it just don't make sense. Why don't you sit out by yourself then? Yeah, like go sit in the corner in the front row where no right. one else is, can be near you. Like you wanted me to hear you spoil this movie and you weren't adding to my fun. And it wasn't, oh, God, you pissed me off so goddamn bad. It was a, just an asshole move. But <laughs> um, anyway... A, a, a thumbs down to him man and i hope it don't taint my view of the movie like maybe there's a world why i enjoyed this movie even more because i would have literally not been annoyed the whole fucking time but like it's hard to enjoy something when you're trying not to hear this person and they're saying shit very loudly like you know the next couple lines coming up and stuff Ugh. instead of mumbling kind of lower into themselves yes yeah. be considerate right. yeah because to that, uh, for, and for and for me, I went earlier than you. I'm like nine or ten in the morning, something like that, on the Saturday, and uh, it was it was uh, me and uh, one, two, three, four, five. It was me and five other people, and but they sat a further away from me. It was funny. Uh, normally, when we go to this uh, to this particular AMC, because I didn't go to the other one, I went to the, uh, the, the to the one the smaller one. Mm-hmm. And normally, when we go to the smaller one, I assume that all the theaters are small, but apparently some of the theaters are larger than the other one, so I didn't know it. So I picked the seat in the back because normally in the smaller theaters, right. you pick the seat in the back, you still not as far. Mm-hmm. So I picked the seat in the back, not realizing that I was all the way in the back like all the way mm-hmm. to like the backpack because i didn't realize it was in the big movie theater i don't know why it just didn't dawn on me i guess i didn't count the rules of seats which was fine because where i was sitting at basically you turn you walk and you can literally just walk to the seat and plop down there was nothing in front of me there was no separations yeah i was in the corner i was by myself there was nobody around me you know like the other people was like four five rows like 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 you know at least two or three rows like ahead of me because it wasn't number what eight six eight of us in total mm. so uh everybody's real spaced out so you know the buck of the movie i actually took my mask off. i was like that's shit fucking ain't nobody in here and nobody yeah. was near me yeah same here um, and so i actually yeah. really enjoyed the movie yeah it was uh it was uh, anyway let's go ahead and get into our rank uh to to this so shazam fury of the gods the film continues the story of teenage billy bassin it should say yeah teenage billy Batson, who upon reciting the magic word shazam is transformed into his adult superhero alter ego shazam damn they really don't give you nothing in this description uh basically billy is getting older he's he's afraid of aging out of um being in a foster kid or adopted a uh, foster kid to the family that he's in and he's having uh, abandonment issues and trying to hold on and control everybody around him because he's giving all the other kids superpowers. But he makes sure it's all or none. We have to do everything together. And that's the only way that we're going to be a hero. And it's supposed to be about that. And then, of course, um, the daughters of um, Zeus, I think, come back. They're played by... Um, uh lucy lou and helen Mirren, um and um i forget the other one um but uh she was good i I I can't believe i'm forgetting her name oh uh rachel zegler so they're played by those women and it's uh, about them trying to get the powers back from the kids and because it's their birthright and try to get the seed of whatever you know the seed of olympia uh whatever somewhere some mythical realm back to their realm so they can like grow it there and like re uh heal their world because their world has been broken and all this stuff and um (laughs) yeah so they they do all that and um they become the main villains and it's up to Zachary Levi Shazam to save his whole family uh, from the the clutches and the wrath of these women. Karen, uh, first of all, you think that was a good description? Did that work? That was too long. Okay, I'm sorry. I was trying to, I was trying to do a description of the movie that was better than the shit they said, which was just Billy Batson. It continues. Anyway, <laughs> they did they did a bad job. I'm glad you was more detailed, but they did a terrible job. <laughs> All right, case. Karen, what did, um, give me something you liked about this movie. 
I'm gonna do the one that Roger Galway steal for me, which is a running joke. It was colorful. It was really, really mm. bright. That's what I was gonna say. It, and it was really uh colorful. I actually actually enjoyed it from the Skittles to you know, Taste the Rainbow, all that stuff, you know, their costumes, everything. I, I just loved uh the colors. Yeah, I definitely like the colors as well. Um and because it's always the thing I liked about the first Shazam is that it was a departure from the Zack Snyderverse, dark, dirty, you know, monochromatic landscape. And this one continues that. I'd even go in to add, I like the comedy. It was funny to me. Not every bar was hitting like that. Uh, I, I think the first one was funnier, but it was funnier also because it was willing to go a little bit darker. This one kept it light like a comedy the whole way through and it felt more like it was only for kids um but i did enjoy the comedy i love the pen that was uh that was writing every word they said and them being kids so they didn't check it and you know i love all the gags i know they're just like very bottom of the you know wrong gags but i love all the gags that are about them being kids and these adult superhero bodies and yes and the lines would be hilarious she was yeah. like so you got friends at the orthodon at the at, at, no, at the um, optometrist optometrist everybody was like yeah that's, that's what happened yeah okay. like and i love that <laughs> and, and megan good was so good in that role like she yes. really killed it um so like yeah it was stuff like that that it really made me laugh there's there's some you know it's a movie that's trying to be funny for two hours so obviously there's shit in there where it's not funny or you know or the gag doesn't hit the way that they want it to or it hits the first time but not the 10th time you know but if i'm being fair to the movie it was it was pretty funny to me i did laugh a few times uh i mean more than a few times i did laugh throughout the film other than when that dude spoiled the fucking jokes um karen what else I like the kid actors and the adult actors. Like, mm -hmm. I like both parts. Yeah. I give them kudos for actually picking great kids and actually able to use them before they quote-unquote aged out because, you know, it's been a hot minute since we had this film. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate I, I like them, and I like the adults actually being picking up the characters of the kids and the kids actually picking up the characters of the adults. So when they went back and forth, you didn't feel like it was this big shift in the characters if that makes sense. So I actually really enjoyed that they was able to go back and forth and they was able to uh, keep the, uh, and keep that same energy. And uh, when you're talking about funny, one of the funny things was whenever they was talking to their parents and they was like, we can be all truthful with them. And they went through the whole thing. And one of the kids was like, I'm gay. And everybody was like, yeah, oh, oh okay. Like that's, that's fine. And they was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So I really liked it. It was a cool way to present this in a children's movie that wasn't kind of smack you in the face and beat it yeah. and it made it feel like okay now now we got it out there everybody can move on like it's, it's not and i know that i know that the there's gonna be some people that won't like the way that that was handled and i respect that and that's their opinion but i, I i'm more with you in that the world to some extent needs to see that and i love that a dc movie did that where they were like this person is gay in some ways they did it better than marvel's been doing it because they just were like this person is overtly gay there's no subtext about the shit there's no like there's not a corollary or well, you know metaphor guess. this person is just gay and we are saying it openly and we're saying it's not a big deal and that their family knew, loved them and accepts them. And they continue to mention it literally took less than a minute. And I know that some people would have liked it handled probably more slowly, gently and a little bit like it wasn't outed, but just like more, uh, you know, whatever. And I respect that. But for me, it worked. I just wanted to point that yeah. out there that I agree with you and that yeah, that moment was, so was actually moving, cool. Maybe the way I feel it was so many moving parts to it. It was a great way to get it out there and then not be a big deal and not shift the tone of the movie and we not have a special, you know, a special minute, a moment in the middle of. of, of well, of I just think I just it's not a movie about that kid being gay. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's only so much time they can dedicate to it. But I just think it's dope because the climate right now is woke corporations gonna pay you go woke you go broke ron DeSantis is trying to make disney pay make marvel pay to see Warner brothers who nobody was really expecting any of this from be like nah fuck it we gotta we we want to say something too 
And I was like, okay, okay, I'll fuck with that. Like, real mm-hmm. real talk. Another thing I like, it's faithful to the vibe of Shazam, period. Like, you, like the source material of Shazam is very much about the kid, kind of kid-friendly, hokey, family-oriented stuff. It's not a dark adult source material for the for the most part um and it felt like that like you said when they would switch the kids and the youngest one um was talking, uh the one played by um um megan good darla mm-hmm. when darla was loving and training those fucking uh unicorns and the unicorns turned out to be the most deadliest creatures Yes. It was it was so funny and so cute and adorable and yes it's for kids but like I guess deep down inside I'm a big old kid because I loved that shit um, uh, so I you know it, it it was faithful to it um, and I like that what else yes I think kind of piggyback on right on the family I like the fact that they didn't stray away from family. This movie has always been about family and it stuck to the family. It was like, look, we're going to talk about family. We're going to be about family. Family is actually uh, what we are going to talk about. Um, But my next one is I love the fact that they had older actresses in it. I Mm. like Lucy Liu. I like uh, Helen Manor, if I'm pronouncing her name. Marin. 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 I like her in it too. I like the fact that, uh, you know, they actually got older women to play these roles. You know, they could have got younger people to do it, but two of the sisters were older. And I like the fact that they didn't hide their age or anything like that. It was like, yeah, they're older. Uh, and that's, you know, because these are just the people that we picked. And I appreciate them, you know, giving these women work, you know, because a lot of times they overlook you know those the, the certain age of women and they always want the super hot super sexy super young type of thing mm-hmm. but i think the contract the contrast between them and the children m- made it even better because of mm-hmm. just how they looked yeah and they, of course they had their one younger sister anthea or and uh you know mm-hmm. and um and um We'll get into some of the weird stuff with her age and 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 mm-hmm. Freddie, but 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 the point being, like they like it was a way that th- this film looks like diversity. It's just it black and brown people, women, LGBTQ people. Like I love that about it. I love that about this film. I can't state that high enough. Like I'm I'm going like I'm not even going to be harsh grading this film because I love what it's what it's doing and what it attempts to do, but. Um, yeah, watching Helen Mirren fight, you know, Shazam and watching it be like an actual comic book, t- like cartoon type fight, where it's like, it don't, they're not, they're not stopping their punches because these are women. It's like, these are all powerful women and they'll whoop your motherfucking ass, if you know, mm-hmm. do something. And I love that fight scene between specifically Helen Mirren and all the kids. And of course it's the old trope of she let herself get caught and all that stuff. But it was it was like fun to watch Helen Dame Helen Mirren do <laughs> do this stuff, you know. Um another yeah, thing oh um before we move on, I like the way that the sisters, uh, Lucy Lou and Helen were introduced. Yeah. At the beginning. I thought I think it was very cool because they were actually was like they were dressed uh like men. And they would say, hey, dog, like, dude, like, what are you doing? And I just really like the fact that they emphasize on their, like, superpowers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, okay, like, y'all, you did things to let me know that they're going to be a problem. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it wasn't corny. It wasn't hokey. You didn't, you treated them, and I, tell, I hate to be like this, like men, if that makes sense. Like, they came through and they were just like, oh, we badass. We're going to do some of the shit that y'all see the men do. You know, it's like they didn't take away or make them, I guess, feminine, if that makes sense. It's like, okay, we could do these crazy shit. Just allow us to do it just like you would any other character. Uh, another thing for me is I really like Jack Dylan Grazer as Freddie Freeman. Freddie was basically the main character of this movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, the, so much of this story is told through his eyes. Even uh, Billy's abandonment issues are mostly told through Freddie's eyes. You know, it's Freddie yes. being like... This, why are you acting this way you know and i love that shit i really was impressed i um 
and the kid was funny. The kid, the actor who played him as a superhero, you know, Captain Every Power, had like it's so that kid was really funny. And mm-hmm. you know, once again, I don't, I'm not versed enough in the disability politic to be right. like telling people it's good or bad representation. So I won't even get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say I enjoyed this character the way that his like they weren't like the whole point wasn't like well a disabled person could never make it through a film like this which is typically how you see disabled characters treated in these type of genres like well obviously this motherfucker can't be like they gotta be a hero that solves everything with a you know with a chess piece or something like he was doing physical stuff he was Mm -hmm. doing uh he was comedic he had a love interest he was brave um he like i love when he snuck and got that apple but not in his superhero form when he didn't have his powers um and, and the joke being like you can't do it telling jama hansu the wizard that you can't do it because your knees crack too loud yeah <laughs> and then he moved and started cracking which yeah. was fucking hilarious so yeah man i liked all that stuff man i really thought that was good um what anything else for pauses yes uh and at the end, I actually like Wonder Woman showing up. You know, like yes. I said, I'm going to have some things to say about her on the other side. But I like the fact that she showed up, you know, mm-hmm. showing that they at that, you know, period of time and when it was made, they had commitments on extending this universe. Yeah. And so you can tell, OK, y'all had planned on doing something with this. And it was uh, better. It was honestly funny because they tease wonder woman early without showing her face and you start getting that same vibe like all oh, they this is like the henry cavill thing y'all couldn't get henry cavill so y'all did this whole bullshit where we're not gonna show the face and we just know it's wonder woman but she actually shows up at the end they play that 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 iconic music really? note yes. and i was like oh my god this this actually was fun now is it sad knowing that nothing will come of it sure but yes this is a fun ending to the movie. A great ending to the movie. Yep. Okay. Anything else? Yes. Go ahead. I actually really enjoyed uh, the creatures. Uh, the creatures from the Tree of Life. Yeah. That started popping up because the thing is, when the, when the tree kind of went out, it had like these pods and these balls. And, you know, this is one of the grossest things. When they started popping out, I was like, the fuck? is Almost like an alien yeah. pop out or something like that. And the creatures popped out, and I like the fact that because it's a kid's movie and I'm an adult, the way they was tossing and banging on people, I was like, oh, you ought to be dead. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, we can't see blood. Oh, right, right, because the teacher jumped off the roof, and we ain't see him splatter nothing. I was like, oh, oh, yes, that's – I had to remind yeah. myself it was PG-13. A lot of people – a lot of people die in this film. Yes, they do. A lot of people die. Like, I was like, there's no way all these people survived. Yeah. Like, that's impossible. You know, I was like, I just seen you go into this wall and your neck bend the wrong way. There's no way you survived and you just stopped moving. No yeah. way. Yep. No way. Like, it didn't make sense. So, so I had to remind myself that I was watching a PG-13 movie mm. and there are certain things that they can't show. So I was like, oh, okay. And also something else I liked. I actually really enjoyed the CGI. There was a lot of CGI in this movie, but they did a really, really good job where it blended seamlessly. You was mm. moving around, you was flying dragons, she was moving around in the background, it was twirling, it was moving, and it didn't bother me at all. I actually really, really Yeah, I can't, you know, I got CGI, you know, recognition, blindness, or whatever, and, and that is, unless it's like CW quality, it all pretty much passes the bar for me mm-hmm. i will say though in the very first opening bridge scene there was a few like things that felt like weird to me but the rest of the movie which is has much more cgi shit it didn't you know so yeah, <laughs> like yeah yeah, you know. yeah i agree i agree but yeah but yeah like you say like for the big scenes it was yeah. almost seamless you could go oh y'all spent the money in the smoothing these and this was out. in the, a lot of this was daytime cgi too so right. that's very hard to pull off. Like they, they, you know, they made some smooth adjustments. I saw like when they fought the dragon in the darkness of the dome, when they fought the dragon in the darkness of the other realm. Um, and also when they it fought the dragon in a parking lot, like they made sure, but it felt smooth. Like it didn't feel like 
oh, they can only do this at night. It was, you know, it wasn't like Pacific Rim where anytime they fought a monster, all of a sudden it just turned to night. <laughs> like, yeah, so, it, but it looked good to me too, Karen. And, and also, you can tell that they invested their money. Unlike the first Wonder Woman at the end, where it was so off that you're like, what are y'all doing here? Mm-hmm. With this one, they went nighttime, but it was still, it was night, but it was still a be- like because yeah, of it was the beautiful colors, and colorful. Was- yeah. Yes. It wasn't yeah. monochromatic. Mm-mm. Yeah, right. It wasn't your, your blacks and grays and and, and nothing, no other color. So, uh, what else, anything else for pauses before we get into dislikes? No. Okay, let's talk about dislikes. I'll let you go first. I feel like it was about fifteen minutes too long. I think yep. this movie should have been an hour and a half max. I, I, not tell me funny. Uh, uh, I am maybe it's just my age, the time, and I'm like most movies need to be an hour and a half. Once you start crossing the two hour range. You need to be worth that extra 15 minutes. You start mm. going two and a half, you need to be a great fucking movie that's actually going to keep my attention the whole entire time. It's not that it was bad. I just right. felt like it was just a little too long. I'm, I agree with you that it was a little too long. And it was, if definitely was too long if you weren't going to really give Billy time on the screen. Everything was kind of done through Freddie. And it was an interesting choice because Freddie's abandonment issue, I mean, Billy's abandonment issues are supposed to be about the whole thing and they touched on it but it was always just in a couple of lines and then they just move right off of it and I think the first film dwelled in that and that's what grounded it and gave it so much heart like at the, that film had a superhero fight in it but it was really more about a kid trying to find his mom and the people who cared about him you know and realizing oh he already found the people that cared about him in this case, it just didn't hit the same. And maybe they had a version that just, you know, they couldn't figure it out. But, yeah, it just, it wasn't, it just, it just yeah, it was missing something. And for y'all to have it be long but not that, it felt like they cut out all of Billy shit and just put Freddy shit in instead. I guarantee you they had more parts. They just decided to go this route, right? Yeah. Um, a thing for me is... Um, they never explained how the wizard was alive, and I, I know they kept joking about not explaining it, but I really do want to know. Like, we saw the wizard die in the first one. All and right. Then they and, would, and then they would keep being like, yeah, how, like, how is he alive? Ha, ha, ha. And he never said. And and it felt it's weird to bring it up if you're not going to answer. Because the, the best explanation I have is, you know, I think he asked him about it, or one of the kids asked him about it, and he was like, yeah, he was like, when I die, I disappear you know, from this world, but I don't actually disappear. I actually float over into this other universe type of thing. Mm. And so they found him. I don't remember the them universe. really explaining all that. And I think they could have. Yeah, they could have did a better I job. Think they, I, I think really you're giving them credit that they did they work for work they didn't do. <laughs> but I remember them. I remember them saying that. So that's why I bought he that. He could have shown us that. That's true. A quick flashback. Like it just, it just felt weird. And multiple people brought it up and, it was always a vague type of answer and it's just it's the kind of shit that you can get away with in a kids movie i guess but agreed you know if this would have been a movie for the grown-ups people would have been like plot hole and all this shit but if it's been marvel people been like the fuck is this you need to explain why (laughs) yeah what'd you think i mean what else did you have for negative uh the piggyback on what you said is kind of similar to what you said this movie didn't have a heart Mm-hmm. Yes, it had heart as far as certain things, but when I mean heart, it didn't have, like you said, that connection to Billy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you had the family there, but it wasn't like the first time where he was searching and seeking. You had a very touching moment with him and, you know, his adopted mom, you mm-hmm. know, when he called her mom for the first time. But as far as like that foundational heart, and I think that this is why you should have shown more of the child actor if you're going to be two hours and actually have him wrestle and struggle with that in in, in the child character form. Mm-hmm. I think of 10 more minutes of him just talk at the beginning when uh, he was talking to the pediatrician. That shouldn't have been the adult version of him. That should have been the child version of him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I I honestly think that would have hit more, mm-hmm. and it and it have felt more grounded. Yeah, it felt like a movie afraid to go too dark because they it, it felt like this one they decided is only for kids, 
because because yes. you know maybe that was the note they got back was like yo what you know what people really loved about this movie is that it's so much lighter than the Snyderverse, and i think maybe they aired a little bit went a little too light now now once again faithful to the source material as far as the comics and stuff as far as that vibe the vibe of shazam but i just think it would have been okay because as a sequel to the first movie you did go a little dark and let us stay there and then you brought us out of it and and it made the the final everything so much fun and i think this one kind of lost a little bit of that um but uh the last thing i'll say i think for my um for my uh proud proud like things it was the, the age thing was weird and it was weird that they brought it up in the in the movie but then ended with like freddie and ann holding hands it was weird like i'm six thousand years old and i'm like okay yeah and then someone's like yeah what's up with our son and older women you know and of course you know billy trying to holler at uh wonder woman and of course she rightfully turns him down but yeah it's like just because that actress is uh, that age it still seemed weird that that was like the conceit of the film is like and billy i mean freddie is holding hands with her because they're t- together of some type I, I don't know i i don't know i thought it was very weird yeah uh for me i, I have a few more things for me okay i didn't like the fact that i was excited i felt like it was nothing at stake i felt mm. like watching this movie because with the first the first time the first one what was at stake was the family. What was at stake was his heart. What was at stake? Because y'all literally pulled us into this character's world. Mm-hmm. For this one, I didn't feel like anything was at stake. Even when he died, I was like, they'll probably end up finding a way to bring him back. Mm-hmm. You know, type type of thing. Like I really, I really did not feel like there was in there was nothing. I was like, okay, we're gonna go through the tropes. Da, 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 da. And and I was excited because Roger kind of writes, he kind of sees this stuff easier than me. But for me, for me to see it, I oh I'm, I'm and I know I watch a lot of movies too, don't get me wrong, but a lot of times on certain certain times I'm kind of slower to catch on to those things because my mind isn't always ticking in the creative mode. I'm just like, okay, I'm just trying to consume what you gave me. And I was like, oh, there's nothing at stake stake here. So, mm-hmm. you know, for me, that kind of goes back to the heart there was no heart so there was nothing at stake you know right. there was there was nothing worth losing or gaining or anything <laughs> which i was like oh okay i guess um you did you have any more or you was done um i wrote something down and now i can't fucking i can't find I'll go keep going keep going maybe it'll come back to me okay and and for the next one uh while i talked about her as a positive but also as a negative wonder woman mm. uh uh because you know she's not going to be here basically you know because we're in the future we know that she's not coming back they're not renewing her like she like she's literally out of the universe now Mm -hmm. so i understand that y'all probably made this movie prior to that so it's like the fuck we might as well go ahead and finish this out since we get rid of the flash and the flash is literally going to reboot the whole world Mm -hmm. so it's not going to really quote unquote matter anymore you know you know that she's here but it's kind of sad to be like, oh, this is literally going to be the last time we see this character because I don't care what nobody says. She was one of the fucking best live action Wonder Women. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wonder Woman. Yeah. It was some, every time she showed up, it's like every time you heard that, mm-hmm. you just got a hypeness from that. Like she was Diana, you know, to the point that when the character played other shit, I was like, I'd rather just see you play Diana. Right, you know, type of thing, because she literally killed that role. Um, yeah, I'm so, with you on that too, and it's just it's sad because it's a victim of the um, DC universe uh, collapsing and having a lot of weird energy and 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 miss and like just not understanding what the plan is, what counts and what don't count. Because I right. too love her in that role, but that Wonder Woman 1984 was so fucking bad. And yes. Justice League was below expectations, I think. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, below expectations, even though she was the best part of it to me. And so, and then the Henry Cavill shit, like, it just became like a, okay, what really counts anyway? Right. 
Right. And so, like I said, since you're going to do a big ass reboot with the, reboot with the flash, mm-hmm. you know, I got a feeling just because, you know, I watched the, the, the TV show, the flash, I was like, Oh, y'all just going to re- reboot it. And we just going to go to another universe. Right. And we're going like none of the shit matter. So I guess, but it yeah. was just sad to know that this was literally, unless she's in like Aquaman or one of them other versions is literally going to be one of the last. And I doubt it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is literally probably going to be the last time we're going to see this particular character and her in this role. Right. And so, you know, I really, Really hate that i would would have preferred her to go out in her own movie or something like that mm-hmm. um but you know it is what it is with this then and, and all this boils down to management decisions and the own organization and shit like that which has absolutely positive nothing to do with shazam right. but it's like you know shazam just happened to be the <laughs> i don't say the catalyst but it's one of the things but you know this is we're just gonna put her here mm-hmm. type of thing you know because we cut i guess this was a way last way kind of showing respect you know to the character uh, since they didn't get to show Superman like they wanted mm-hmm. to in the first one, it was like, we got to really show Wonder Woman, y'all. We psyched them out the first time. We can't do it two times on the road mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. So I think that's why they ended up doing it in the first place because they actually, I, I, I enjoyed her, but I think they probably could have did it without her and right. it wouldn't have made a difference. You know, you could have had another God, a new God, because like I said, you're rebooting everything. So it literally wouldn't have mattered who you got to do it. Yeah. Uh, you could have you could have found you could have found find a way to get to magically to give the wizard back his power and have him do it. Like it, it really wouldn't have mattered. It's right. almost like they bought her there almost like for not right. type of thing, you know, because like I said, everything's getting ready to be rebooted. So it was like, mm, does it really matter? And right. it's one of the things because like I said, we're in the future, you almost be like, Well, are y'all even gonna do anything with this franchise? Y'all just gonna kick everything out. Nobody really knows. Everything's almost kind of up in the air. Mm-hmm. you know with everything moving forward um and so you know to an extent as somebody consuming it it, it even though these are outside factors it kind of does be like oh type yeah. of feeling for me personally uh did you have anything else no that's it okay and uh one, one, one more thing for me and maybe this is just me uh helen um mariner mcmarin yeah her fight scenes uh with uh shazam uh, and I guess it's just me because we watch like a lot of action stuff. Uh, they did a lot of quick cuts, and I don't know if they did quick cuts because she's older and they didn't. Yeah, want to definitely. Show. That one was like, yeah, that's absolutely why they right. did that. And, okay, that makes sense. But the sense. thing for, and it didn't really bother me that much. But yeah, they clearly were using stunt doubles and every camera trick they could come up with. Um, but the thing I was gonna say about it was, uh, this is what I think you made me remember. It's kind of too many villains and not all not enough where like lucy lou becomes the main villain for the third act basically but Mm -hmm. in general it's kind of not really like she's not really the villain you know uh because it's all we just misunderstand and they have a their world was messed up blah 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 and 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 then the one girl literally joins their side you know like because she wants to fuck freddie or some shit it was some of that stuff was kind of weirdly meshed together and of course it's almost too many characters too because like so many characters in this film uh between the 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 heroes and the bag like there's basically three villains you have to go through all their relationships there's his whole family the foster parents like it's a lot of characters and a lot to keep up with uh, and so no one ever except freddie really gets a lot of screen time in my opinion i, I agree i agree yeah now I, I understand what they do about the quick cuts and things yeah. like that but it's one of those things i was so quick i was like oh y'all just doing these quick cuts because i don't y'all like y'all trying to get around their age and things like that that's cool but it's like they cut them so quick that sometimes you was like okay you, it was almost hard to follow the fight scene sometimes mm-hmm. particularly when they was like in, cl- in close quarters if they was far away or something like that that's one thing but if they was doing it with like be like in a hallway or something like click 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 i was like okay, okay this is moving too fast yeah yeah i'm not even defending it just yeah i, I feel you that's it okay cool what would you score from zero to five from zero to five i would give this a three yeah it was it was it, it, it wasn't as good as the first one but it wasn't terrible either uh it was kind of meh mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you i would give it a i'd probably give it like a three yeah i think that's fair um and it once again um the first one was better like the mm-hmm. first one was a four or a five. This one's mm-hmm. like a two and a half or a three. Um, and, you know, it's, it's sad that that's how it turned out. But, you know, that is how it turned out to me. I can't I'd be lying to say 
this shit was hot fire as the first one. Um, right. All right, let's go look at the comments. We got a couple comments for our old episodes. We got one for Creed that's new. Uh, it's Ronan Raphael says, I just saw this movie, and during the fighting scenes, all I could think about was how glad I was not to be in a 4D theater like Rod was. <laughs> well, that makes sense, to be honest with you. Um, I I was very... Uh, very much hurting after that no. the reason I didn't see this film at 9 o'clock like Karen is because it was 4DX for 9 o'clock and I was like nope why do they have them early ones at 4D I don't understand that just do it in regular ass movie theaters I don't get it right uh, he says uh, um, I'm not ready for that life yet my variant from another timeline is probably into filling that entertainment big thank you for sharing your experience about that because my boogie and too big bougie and too big ego might have decided to try it at the wrong time and gotten a rude awakening. Now let me return to my training for Creed Four and my dreams. Killmonger and Kane, goddamn! I was just making pew pew sounds while they box. I'll get, I'll get serious and train one day. Until then, I continue to dream about conquering universes. Shout out to all the ASL actors. Uh, and then Demon Slayer classic R and B lover says, "Hello, Rod and Karen." I completely agree with your crash cash grab assessment of Demon Slayer the movie. I missed the full final episode of the last arc, and I peeped at this movie in quotes consisted of primarily uh, previously aired episodes. And while I thoroughly enjoyed what I saw, absent the blatant non-removal of the episode credits as I watched, I thought about those moviegoers who were not in the same position as me. What a crappy way to treat the very people who love your show enough for it to merit a full-length theatrical release. Yes, and I'll say this too, the descriptions and promotion for it do not tell you you've seen this shit already. And you know what, baby? I remember when it first came out. When you, I was like, I've already seen it because literally every promo commercial I seen, I was like, oh, I've seen all this bullshit. The right. fuck I, and I guess initially I wasn't going to go because I was like, the fuck I'm going to go in there for? And you asked, and it was like, it's some new shit. I was like, that's the only reason why I got the ticket because I was like, if I've already seen this, I'm not paying you to see some shit I already saw. Exactly. So I'm with you on that. And uh, yeah, I was, you know, I, 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 like, I can't say I was like disappointed. It just, I mean, yeah, I can't say I didn't like it, but I was disappointed in just the whole way that they went about it because I, it just feels like a like a shady way to get money. Like you're not really being upfront about it. Like this isn't like when you put out Transformers the movie on Fathom Events and you know that people are going to show up because they just love that movie so much. You're you didn't even take the time to edit the credits and the ending and beginning of the episode so you could at least make it seem like a smooth movie. So yeah, I, I just was very disappointed. Um, yeah. all right. Oh that, no, oh no problem. Oh. And I, I and, and I think that's the part that bothered me the most was laziness because I seen an article from like because I follow some anime stuff on Facebook and stuff and they were talking it didn't make much money and I got angry I was like yes because it was fucking money grab like right. like like no you're not because what's gonna happen is that you're gonna have people that's gonna go see this because like the thing about the Mugen Drain it was literally a full length movie yeah. literally a full length movie completely different mm -hmm. like you watched it from beginning to end you didn't have because the thing is and I can see a lot of people being pissed because a lot of people once once you see credits what does that tell most people to get up and leave. So there was actually people in my movie theaters after the first, when the first credits run, actually left. So yeah. they saw none of the new parts. So I could see people leaving, being angry, going, I watched, and I, there was nothing new for them to have to be like, oh, so I had to wait the whole 10 minutes for the fucking credits to run for me to get some extra shit? Like, mm -hmm. that doesn't make sense. Yep. Um, all right. That's it. Um, this was fun. I enjoyed talking to you. We was uh, busy a lot today. Uh, you guys will not be getting uh, podcasts and stuff for a little bit. Uh, so mm -hmm. I hope you enjoy this. Hold on to it. Um, until next time, peace. Peace.